Eat, drink, smoke. The snack size edition when you need a little something to tide you over. Tony Katzett's Fingers Malloy are right there. We're here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. You're going to have to like come back a little bit. Fingers Am I really? The people, oh. on, people who want to see you on the camera because we also live stream uh, this. So if you go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio, you can actually see this happen as well. Blend Bar Cigar is where we record Indianapolis, Indiana. BlendBarCigar.com. And of course... Brought to you by the good people at BackboneBourbon.com. Spectacular, spectacular, fantastic, amazing bourbon that you are going to love. You want this in your liquor cabinet. The prime, the uncut, and of course, the bone snapper rye. My absolute favorite. This is not meant for just pounding. This is meant for sipping, for relaxing, for enjoying. That's what you do with Backbone Bourbon. It's made right here. Right here is where they do the work in Indiana. At this table? At this very table. And then, of course, you can get it across the country. You want to ask for it by name, BackboneBourbon.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. You're subscribing on Apple Podcasts. You should be doing that immediately, if not sooner. You want to subscribe. You want to give it a five-star review. And then you want to go get some Backbone Bourbon. BackboneBourbon.com. These people are absolutely, positively fantastic. You're going to love the bourbon. You're going to love everything they've got. I'm telling you, the rye is just Remarkable. Uh, so I came across because we are we are in we are in the season for for Halloween, as you know. It is right around the corner. Fingers Horatio Malloy, the best time of year. And uh, THC laced nerd rope has police warning parents to check Halloween candy. Is the story? Nobody will eat their Halloween candy ever again. There's no trusting it. There's no ability to do it. It's all over. Halloween candy is gone. Just give kids erasers and raisins. Nothing else to do. THC laced rope candy. Now, I've never had nerds rope. I'm not into those kinds of candy. But, man, all we got were razor blades and apples. I'd give anything to have a little THC laced rope candy. Now you got to wonder what drug laced any Halloween candy if the razor blades would be for something else. You know, oh, see? You know, they cut the cocaine with the razors. That's I what I hear. There. That's what the, yeah. That's I like I when you explain the joke. Well, I'm doing it for the, the folk, fine folks that are watching on camera. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, so they found uh, in, in Pennsylvania, they found this, uh, this bag uh, of nerd rope edibles containing 400 milligrams of THC. And I have no idea that's a lot. I'm not, I'm not enough of a drug guy to know whether that's a lot or not. I'm just saying that they make it. We're not. We're two weeks out. From three weeks out, two and a half weeks out, whatever it is, from, from Halloween, and already they're like, oh, by the way, this holiday's going to suck for you <laughs> and your kids. Let your kids walk around for three hours. Let them carry about 20 pounds of candy back, and then watch. We'll have them watch as you'll throw it all away. This is awful. When your kid eats some candy and they turn to you and say, the colors, daddy, the colors, then you know something's off. Well, if they're eating a Twix, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um it, it seems like it's a constant story. It seems like it's a constant, almost, almost fear tactic of, of, of Halloween. I'm telling you, I have never once run into an issue. Now, it's true. Like, like if, if there's an open piece of candy, I'm not letting my kids eat that. I'm not letting my kids eat an open piece of candy. That's, that's a dumb idea. But I wouldn't, like, go to the store and drink from the open milk. Uh, how so about standard? How about the homemade candy, like the homemade popcorn balls? Why would anyone think that's a good do people idea? People still do that. I, I, that is such an olden time, olden time. In my you know, day. from the seventies. <laughs> uh, who is still doing that these days? Got one a couple of years ago. No, maybe because they were upset that a forty-three-year-old man was trick or treating. So there is a. Can I tell you? There's an event in here in Indianapolis that they've they're now highlighting. 
and it's 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 a police run uh, Halloween trick or treat thing. It's in the middle of the day for whatever reason. Adults and kids welcome. Why 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 are adults trick or treating? It, it uh, what I think this is about is that you know while it's not as prevalent as it is in other cities, there's a homeless issue in Indianapolis, and I think if they're That's going where you're going, yo, 150 percent. They can't stop these adults from coming and taking the candy. I have heard stories of people who do uh, these trunker treats, right? Oh, they want to help the less fortunate, which is nothing wrong with that. I don't know if necessarily Halloween candy is the way you do it, but neither here nor there. <laughs> and they set up these trunker treats, right? You open up the trunk, you set them up, you decorate them. Okay, it's fine. It's a fine idea. And adults come and take handfuls of candy. And even the kids who are working the thing are like, that's for kids. And they're like, no, 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 just let the adults take it. No, don't let the adults take it. What are you doing? It's for kids. It's obviously for kids. There is an age. Let's call the age 16. Now, you could argue it's 17 and a half, but it's 16, where you no longer go trick-or-treating. And then there's that age between 16 and and, and about 20 and a half between trick-or-treating with your friends and then going to Halloween parties as a slutty nurse. Right? So there's that. There's that. Settle. There's that, that period in between. Those, those are the dark ages where you're not yet uh, able to, you know, you, you're, you're too old to get the candy and you're not able uh, to, to dress like a stripper named right. Candy. Right. Correct. Look at you. You right. won the joke. Thank you. You won the I'll, joke. I'll I didn't have week. it. And Fingers from Hawaii saved the day. There's that weird period in between. But you're not, but adults aren't supposed to do this. They know it's for kids. They have to know it's for kids. And you, you're not allowed to tell them, oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It's for the kids. I think you should. So that's why I think they're doing it. When, they, when I, they put up that sign, and I was like, adults and kids, I'm like, what the blood? Is this just mean like everyone's welcome? Well, of course everyone's going to be welcome. If you're bringing an eight-year-old, chances are they're going with an adult. They're not coming alone. But they had to put adults and kids. I'm like, this is. Well, tr- trunk or treating is the most 2019 thing of 2019 as far as I'm concerned. I know this has been a trend for, for some time now, but uh, let's make the kids work for the candy. Right. Okay. Instead of parking a bunch of cars in a little parking lot and they only have to walk uh, 30 meters to get a whole thing of candy. No, but that this so it's it, that's about convenience and, and to an extent safety. Right. I'm one of these people who believes that we should, as a nation, move Halloween to the last Saturday in October. It's don't do it on a Tuesday. It creates heartache for everyone. I get it. It's the last day of the month. That's Halloween. But if we're talking about the trick-or-treating, there's there, and this has been a conversation. There's been like some petitions. The last Saturday of October is trick-or-treating day. Sold. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody's on. The kids can do it. It's great. The next day you go to church and you, you get forgiveness. It's like a dream. Can we couple that with the movement to make uh, the Super Bowl on a Saturday? Can we pair those two together? Either that or make Super Bowl Sunday a national holiday. Turn up your two. mic. People can't hear you. People can't hear me? Oh, my know. goodness. Uh, you need the Super Bowl to be on a, on a, a, Saturday. On a Saturday. Yes. Oh. So you don't have to, you know, because people are up late. They have the Super Bowl parties. You don't want to tu- turn out, uh, tune in, and then uh, tune out at like 8 o'clock at night. Have the whole day. The next day is the national holiday. Oh, it's a post-Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, you have the game on Saturday, and then only the poor people who have to work retail and other jobs have to get up and work. But huh. No? I have not. No, I hadn't thought about it. I had not thought about it in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I guess. I guess it could work. No, I don't think I'd be opposed to that. 
But like Super Bowl Sunday is a thing, right? They've done all that marketing. I don't think I don't think you can get these people to change. I don't think you, I, can you get the NFL to change anything? I mean, they'll do it if they can have the game in London. If they can play the game in London, you know that pushes my buttons every time you mention the NFL trying to go international. Yeah, I it know. drives me absolutely crazy. There should be no games in London. And if Roger Goodell had it his way, he would have a team full time in London, which would be logistically impossible for any team to play there and then play road games and expect the Oakland Raiders to to travel to London every four years or whatever to to to, to play a game. That's ridiculous. But the Halloween candy. What's the worst Halloween candy out there, Tony? Oh, um, uh, 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 jelly beans. Um, black licorice jelly beans? Uh, black licorice. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Skittles. Skittles are the worst. Skittles are the worst candy ever invented. Or, no, sorry. Skittles are awful. Tootsie Roll's worse. Tootsie Roll's always the worst candy ever in the history of mankind. And some of them are just so difficult to inspect. I mean, you can't really tell if someone tampered with a Tootsie Roll. They're so poorly wrapped. You know, someone were to do something, like lace them with whatever this... God, man, you're just dark. I'm a, I don't want anybody lacing anything with any, anything. We just and talked I'm just about the, 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 the nerds rope, which, by the way, that's the only thing that would make nerds interesting. Right. But kids THC. love that stuff. They love the, the, the sour. My kids are crazy about the sour. The sour patch kids mm-hmm. are a thing, and I was. Uh, this may surprise you. Uh, last Saturday night, I was uh, shopping in the cereal and ice cream I'm aisle. not surprised. Uh, Sour Patch Kids ice cream. Oh, that's nasty. Really? Yeah. No. No. I don't know. They'll do anything for kids. They'll do anything to des- to destroy their taste buds and ruin what the chocolate is candy. Everything else is nonsense. Fanimation is ceiling fans and incredible ceiling fans that you are going to love. A proud sponsor of the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, by the way. Here at Blend Bar Cigar, you can actually, if you're checking out the video, you can see the ceiling fans. You can see the ceiling fans all around. They are all from Fanimation.com. And if they can move the air right here in this cigar lounge, well, then my goodness, imagine what they're going to do in your living room in your family room, in where, whatever room of the house. And these things are all customizable. You can make these look any way you want with Fanimation, Fanimation.com. Whisper quiet, incredibly strong, powerful motors, but they don't make the noise. And you have all the blade configurations in the world, indoor, outdoor, anything you need. Fanimation.com. Absolutely, absolutely terrific. Now, if you're wondering what we're smoking, if you're curious, hey, what are Fingers and Tony uh, smoking there on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast? You're going to have to subscribe. You're going to have to subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke on Apple Podcasts. It's on Stitch. It's on Google Play. But you want to subscribe, write a review, five-star review. That's what you do. Make sure you subscribe to Eat, Drink, Smoke right there on uh, on, on, on the uh, Apple Podcast. I was going to say on the iTunes. It's so hard to not say iTunes because right? you've been conditioned to say that for years. Yes, and that's, and that's yeah. It turns out I can't. I can't anymore. Jennifer Aniston, I've been conditioned to say is hot because, well, she still is. She just is. Jennifer Aniston getting abused on social media for saying exactly what Martin Scorsese said. And what was that? Was that the people of Marvel and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have ruined, they've ruined cinema or that the Marvel movies aren't cinema? Which is it? The the lowering of quality of cinema because of Marvel movies. Now, I can listen to Martin Scorsese talk about this. But for the star of Marley and Me, (laughs) 
to complain <laughs> about the, the quality of cinema being lowered by Marvel movies is a little tough to stomach, Tony. Well, I mean, but, but she's not allowed to have an opinion on this? Okay, I love Office Space. It's one in my top five. Oh, it's good. Okay. It's good. Is that high-quality cinema, Tony? Uh, Is that filmmaking at its bit. best, Tony? Mm, it's pretty good. Okay, she needs to get off the soapbox. It's, uh, by the way, The Irishman, which is the new Scorsese movie, is supposed to be unbelievable. It's supposed to be unbelievable. I will, I will watch it. Even though it's got De Niro and he can't stop cursing about Trump, I will absolutely watch it because I'll, 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 I'm willing to see a, a good movie. I'm happy to see a good movie. But the Marvel movies aren't supposed to be Raging Bull. They're, they're not supposed to be... Uh, Scorsese was Gangs of New York too, right? It's not supposed to be any of that. It's 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 something fundamentally different, and that's okay. And one could make the argument that the Marvel movies have saved the box office for the past ten years. Yeah, it hasn't been the epic. It hasn't been a Scorsese film that has quite literally generated still excitement about going to the movies. So shouldn't you have a little bit of respect? I think there's a lot of fear right now in from content producers in Hollywood because of how everything is changing. People aren't going to the movie theaters as much. Netflix is becoming such a huge deal now where people are, are not even releasing movies in a theater. They're going straight to Netflix. Uh, I, just, I just have a hard time listening to Jennifer Aniston talking about the, the quality of cinema. I'm sorry. Martin Scorsese, yes. Right. Jennifer Aniston. So she doesn't get the, she doesn't have the, the gravitas, the cachet to be able to say, yes, film, it has gone downhill. Because uh, I think her line was, I just don't want to do a movie. I don't want to be somebody who's stuck behind a green or in front of a green okay, screen. That's, all under, day. that's understandable. But okay, replace Jennifer Aniston's name with Will Ferrell. Right? Would you, would you listen to Will Ferrell talking about this? I would assume he was making a joke. I would hope so. You know? And I assume that if he's uh, talking about the, the quality of film in today's uh, America, he's doing it in Ron Burgundy voice. Yeah, I was going to say, waiting you for know? An- An- Anchorman 3 to come out, you know. I, was there an Anchorman, Anchorman 3? There was an Anchorman 2, and it wasn't good. Yeah. Anchorman 2, was the only good scene in Anchorman 2, wasn't that the fight? Was that the fight with Ben Stiller and Tim Robbins? Was that Anchorman 2? I've never seen either Anchorman. Or was that, was that the original Anchorman? You're on your own on that one. Really? Yeah. You've never seen. You should see Anchorman. You, just to see it. Just to say, all right, I've been there. So I could comment on it when we talk about it, right? Uh, I I don't think I've never seen Billy Madison. See, that's another one. If Adam Sandler started complaining about the quality of cinema, but he's been making some quality stuff. He at least makes quality stuff. His co- last comedy special was a hundred percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, the, that's fine. The comedy special. Way. The best is when you go to Rotten Tomatoes, and they're, they're not a sponsor, although they, they, they should be. Um, you take a look at what the critics say they love. The people hate it. And then you take a look at what the critics are like, oh, this is terrible. And the people are like, awesome. Critics, they don't know anything. And, the, and I will admit, the day of the critic is over. The last, I think, movie critic, legit movie critic, is probably Rex Reed. And Rex Reed is like burning everything down to the ground. Is Gene Shalett still alive? No. Gene Shalit is the critics' corner. Gene Shalit, no, oh, no. And the only other good critic is John Lovitz, <laughs> as the critic, <laughs> which is great stuff. I'm not bothered though. People are angry at Jennifer Aniston. I want more Marvel, less Jennifer Aniston movies. What is it? Why? Why can't she 
people are mad that she has an opinion. That's crazy. Now, what I would tell Jennifer Aniston is, you are a still a, a level of power player. Go start producing movies. Go make movies that you think are going to be good. Go make movies that you think are going to move people. Go make some epics. Go make some dramas. Go make something that really moves people. Right? Don't complain about it. Has she made a high quality, like a, a drama? I'm, I'm trying to think. Off the top of my head, has she tried to make that transition I'm to no a expert. dramatic actress? She's done it in TV stuff. And she's right now on an Amazon show. I think it's called The Morning Show. I think that's what it is, where she's doing that. Um, but I, I, I don't think movie one. Maybe she has. Didn't she? Do, she did Cake. Wasn't Cake a movie like that? I think. I think that was it. Listen, I'm not totally up with her. Like I know that she's not married to Brad Pitt anymore. So you know, mm-hmm. I got that going for me. But I don't. I mean, I keep up with culture. I don't keep up with and, her. And people are just waiting around for her to announce that they're going to do some sort of Friends reboot. Aren't they going to do a Friends reboot? She says no. She said it won't be as good as the original, and why bother then at that point? The best is she's got pictures of herself with Brie Larson, who's Captain Marvel. And so it's like, that's just, that's just awesome. By the way, Brie Larson is terrible as Captain Marvel. Oh, not a fan. Not a fan. I mean, she might be a good actress. I don't think she hits this part right for me at all. It just seems, she seems just wouldn't. She, she reminds me of the kid who played Anakin. Like, it's that kind of, of holy wooden. I forget what's that kid's name. No, the, the only really good superhero role performed by a woman in the last 30 years was Linda Carter in Wonder Woman. There I said it. Jennifer Aniston's 32 movies have grossed $2 billion domestically. Marvel's 23 movies have grossed $8.9 billion domestically. Right? Okay. I will tell you, I think that means Jennifer Aniston's got a pretty good record. Listen, but I think this is, these are two different That's arguments. That's not bad. No, but it's like the people who get upset about how Americans like Taco Bell. When I go into Taco Bell, I know what I'm getting into. I'm not going there for fine Mexican cuisine. You're not? No. no. Oh, that's what they've got. So, so when I'm going to see a Marvel movie, I'm not thinking, wow, this is cinema at its best right here. We, we know going in what the transaction is going to be. By the way, the people who uh, enjoy the live stream, they're great. Jake Lloyd was his name. That was the kid. Jake Lloyd. I wasn't talking about Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen also, has he ever done anything else? That played the older young Anakin, who was Darth Vader, by the way. You might want to keep up with these things. Really, Fingers? You know, Star Wars? Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Right there. Um, I'm happy to see more more, uh, storytelling films and more. uh, Go ahead, make them. Make something without CGI. I'm fine with it. I, I, I'm not going to be mad at Jennifer Aniston. She just has the power to do something about it. Well, don't you think that a lot of what, at least, if I may, Tony, speak for middle America oh, yes. for a second, a, a little less politics from Hollywood and movies, and I think that's one of the draws to the Marvel movies is you're not getting politics shoved down your throat like you are in a, a, a lot of films that are released. There's, there's that leftist political message that's thrown at you. Mm-hmm. You don't get that with the Marvel movies, do you? I don't know if I... Um, no, it's, it's usually the message I get is, is one that, to an, that is to an extent empowering, right? I get a message that, that, that says uh, you can fight back, you can find a way, you can work together, and you can, you can, you can know, sometimes you got to sacrifice, right? So I, if I'm going to engage it politically, 
that's what I think I get, right? I, I think Americans are drawn to that. Like, can we get away from politics for two hours and go to a movie theater and just see a movie? And I not- think you still can. I think you still can. Now, you, you, you can't watch Netflix and do that. Netflix has become a wholly political beast of, of, of every way. It's just been ridiculous. Absolutely, positively ridiculous how that is. Um, but I still think you can in movies. Then again, there won't be movies much longer because everything's going to be Netflix. Everything's going to be Amazon. Everything is going to be these kind of independent studios. And people are going to spend money to engage uh, their favorites. That's Fingers Malloy. Right there. Find him, fingersmalloy.com. Find me at tonycats.com. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Be sure to like the page. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I almost there did. you go. Eat, drink, smoke on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, write the review, and give it a five star review. Backbone Bourbon. We love you. Fanimation, fanimation.com, backbonebourbon.com are fantastic sponsors. This is, uh, we record at Blend Bar Cigar. Uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. You'll love blendbarcigar.com. No matter where you are, Nashville, Houston, Pittsburgh, or right here. In India, you want to know what we were smoking, what we were drinking? Subscribe to the podcast. It's the only way you're going to find out. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, Snack Size Edition. Go Lions. Go Lions. Again with that. <laughs>